0: Welcome to the podcast of Pastor Joseph Castillo from All Nations International Fellowship. Enjoy this podcast while you're doing household chores, riding your car, or even your morning devotions. I trust the living word of God to change your life forever. Visit us online at www.anifbeijing.com.
1: Well, glory to God. God's in control, isn't he? He's in total control. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That's wonderful. You know what that means? That means is when Daryl got saved, anybody can get saved. (laughs) Anybody can get saved. Heart turned around. I want you to look with me over to Exodus chapter 33. We're going to be speaking about the glory of God. And that's one of the things that we're not talking about enough. There's a lot of people that even teach in the glory. They think glory is only in heaven. No, but glory can be here. And I'll show you why. That when we talk about anointing, we talk about His presence, we talk about the things of the Spirit, one of the things that we need to mention more is the glory of the Most High God. And it's more than all the way back then. Because we're all acquainted with, around Christmas time, we say, "Glory to God in the highest, on earth, peace, goodwill toward men." But glory is more than that. Now let's see here in Exodus chapter 33 about the glory of God. So to say that the glory is not miracle, the glory is not a projection, the glory is His presence. In his presence is fullness of joy. In his presence, oh, hallelujah, like we feel and hear today that the Lord God is moving in hearts and lives today and causing these things to happen. Amen? Amen. How powerful, how wonderful, how glorious what God is doing. In Exodus, at the second book in, hallelujah. Then in Exodus chapter 33, we have these amazing words. In these amazing words, we find that he was looking for glory. In the 33rd chapter, and uh, he's looking for the glory of God. Beginning about verse 20, and he said, Thou canst see my face, for no man shall see me and live. And the Lord said, Behold, there's a place by me. Thou shalt stand upon a rock and will come to pass that while my glory passes by, Hmm. As my glory passes by, I will put you in a cliff of the rock, and I will cover you with my hand as I pass by. I will take away my hand, and you will not see my back parts, but my face shall not be seen. So in the Old Testament, when that glory was presented several times an occasion, that where Moses first met the glory was in Exodus 3. When he was about ready to face Pharaoh. And Pharaoh in Egypt, what happened there was so amazing. I'll just give you a little brief situation here. Talking about that, speaking about those situations in regard to that, is the very fact that when the glory came, now it took a burning bush. Now, let me ask you a question What gets your attention? What gets your attention? Something that is outside of anything you've ever seen in your life gets your attention. So Moses had seen this many times. He saw the burning bush, but it was not consumed. The bush was not consumed. And when he saw the bush, the bush got in him. So when the bush gets in you, the fire of God gets in you, you're a changed person forever. And so glory is mentioned uh, only 492 times in the Bible. Anytime God has something for you for 492 times, I think it's a good thing to say, hey, Lord, I think I want to hear more about that. Amen? Amen? Amen. So don't look at the darkness of the world. Look at the fact that God can turn on the light. One of the things about Christian television with Brother Sumrall there in the United States was the fact in. He said, all those kind of preachers were cursing, this is wrong, and that's wrong, the other's wrong. He said, oh, we 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 can't join television. It, 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 it's against the, the way we believe. And the Lord spoke to him. He says, don't curse the darkness, turn on the light. So it's time for us to be light bringers to this planet. To help and encourage and lift up. And what God wants to do. Yeah, so... Just a couple days I had been uh, thinking about this, going over my spirit. And so as we talk about the glory of God, another scripture I want to take your attention to, I want to take your attention over here to Isaiah, hallelujah, 60, Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1, talking about the glory of God. It says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. What means? It means it happened. It's still happening, and it will continue to happen until we see Jesus face to face. So we here today, we will show forth the glory of our God, that his power, his majesty, his life, everything he has for us will show forth. Arise, shine, for thy light is come. Notice that, present tense. And the glory of the Lord is, that means it's already happened, is risen upon thee. Then it talks about the darkness. He said there's darkness out there, shall cover the earth, grow darkness of people. And then he goes on to say, but the Lord shall arise upon you, and his glory shall be on you. What is that? That's the manifest presence of God. How he manifests himself in his presence all the way through the scripture we talk about presence all the way through the word of God we talk about his presence like David said he said, "In your presence is fullness of joy, your right hand are pleasures forevermore so in the presence of God that's why in this year 2018 it's going to be better than you ever imagined hey, you yeah. ever imagined ever thought about. Oh, God's going to do so much beyond our understanding, beyond our education, beyond our finances, beyond anything and everything we've had. Because God is God. He's going to show up big time. Amen. But just remember to keep the welcome mat out for him. Amen. Talking about this and the glory, there's several things I want to direct your attention to and come to the area here. So I have this in series, and it hasn't completed the series yet, but we're getting excited about it, showing you what God is doing today, how his power and his presence and his his zone. Number one, how do you get to the glory? Question mark. How do you get to the glory? Never be familiar with the glory. Never be familiar with it. Because the Bible says familiarity breeds contempt. Okay? Never get familiar with it. Next, you have to have a humble heart. When you come to that point in time where God has your heart, you don't have your heart. God has your heart. And whatever ideas and thoughts and plans and wishes and desires and designs in your life, that God wants to show himself to his people. Yeah, the scripture tells us many times, talking about this in Exodus 3, what he was saying. He said, no man can see my face and live. But I believe what's happened on the earth now, that the grid of power has been turned up. The grid of power has come in a stronger measure. Why? Because we're living in the last days. There in Joel, when it prophesies in Joel, Joel chapter 2, he said, In the last days I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. What that mean? That means if you breathe, you qualify. If you breathe, you qualify. So coming and understanding some of those things that we understand. But humility... Actually, when you look at it, look at Psalm 42. I've quoted for you, but it's such a powerful psalm. David said this. It says this in such a way. It says, as the heart pants after the water brooks, so pants my soul after thee. What he was talking about, he was talking about the deer running for the water. We ought to excel that go above that and move in such distinction that God in the year 2018 is going to show up and show off. Yes. And you are his testimonies. Amen. You are his witnesses. Amen. You are the one to bring the glory to where you come. Amen. Amen. I preached a message down in the Philippines about firewalkers. As quiet as firewalkers. What does that mean? That means the fire of God is on the inside. It's one of the most important things that if you have religion, you have a situation to where religion rules, but in the area of glory, righteousness rules. We have to know the difference between religion and righteousness. So there's so many people out there, they think, oh, I'm a good person. Jesus didn't come to just save that direction. He had come to save all mankind, all mankind. So in this humility that we walk, it's a humility of heart. We don't take ourselves say, look who I am. Don't think anything about who you are. Know about who he is. He is the King of kings. He is the Lord of lords. He's the mighty one. He's the great one. He's the holy one. He's the anointed one. Everything that God has put inside, it's in the word. You've got to stay in the book. Stay in the book. By staying in the book, you find more power. Then you go after God with everything you have, with your body, with your soul, and with your spirit. When you understand just just the, the basis of it, we can talk just a little bit here. But in that, we have to give him full surrender, full surrender. That means everything to him. My, 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 my. Surrender your heart to God. Now, through the Scripture, we have many people who have attempted to do that. But they did it on their own situation, you see everywhere that Paul had a revival, either had a revival or a riot. <laughs> Amen <laughs> everywhere he went, he either had a revival or a riot. Amen, so that's where we are, but the scripture says this ah hallelujah there, there's so much, and uh Second Chronicles seven fourteen. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. It said if notice that word if that's a choice. He said if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, number one. Two seek his face. Three turn from their wicked ways. My God. That means the Christians. That means people who think they're all right. They need to turn from their wicked ways. Then it goes on to say, then will I hear from heaven. Then, that's when it happens. And I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. How powerful is that? How wonderful is that? How glorious is that? When we see what God is about to do some of the greatest miracles, when I was in Indonesia several years back, I saw such miracles that we have never even described in different places. One man came and his eyeball was shot, you know, was shot right out of his head. He was in war. And after prayer, Bonky and I, we were praying up there in the top, on you know, the tent. Bonky just put his hands up and the power of God was touching people everywhere. And the man started saying, I can see, I can see, I can see. And they had somebody up here look, look at that man. God made him a new eyeball. Hallelujah.
0: Glory. Out of nothing. Thank you, Jesus.
1: That's the kind of miracles we're talking about. We're talking about the creative miracles of God. (laughs) going to come in such a way because it's not time to just touch you on the head and be blessed. Yeah. It's not time to take away your headache or your toenail or anything else down there. Yeah. But what we need to do is that we're called the people of glory. You ought to be identified as a person of glory. Everyone in here. See, the Bible tells us there's no gender in the spirit. And all these preachers that try to put women down, very wrong. No gender. No gender. The Spirit has no gender. And in these last days, what is he going to do? He's going to work through the children. I saw that in the Spirit. He's going to start working through the children. He's going to take the weakest thing that we have and bring it to his power and his glory. Hallelujah. And Sister Karen was talking about the situation about us working at Ivy School. Isaac Child. It was so good. We loved it so much. And one of the things I just had in my heart so strong that you know, every time the Cameron said, you know, they said, every time we touch those children, we impart it to them. So the impartation of our hearts and of our life. Was so, sh- we, it, the word's not overwhelming, but anyway, we were surrounded with those thoughts. We're surrounded with those thoughts. And when we go back to the United States, we're going to get more to come here. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. You see, you. we'll be a representative. We're going to do that. One of the things about glory having to do with the fact, talking about that, How good and how great God is. And he wants to show forth his glory. Hallelujah. One of the most interesting stories about glory in the scriptures, Isaiah 6. This talks about the glory of God. In Isaiah chapter 6, you see, Brother Frank, you use a lot of scripture. Well, everybody needs it. They need more. Not just a little bit. This is a picture of what heaven looks like. This is what Isaiah saw. In the year the king Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up. And his train filled the temple. That means every part of the robe filled the temple. And above it stood the seraphim. That's an angelic force. Each one had six wings. Two of them he did cover his face, two of them he covered his feet, two of them he did fly. Look at verse 3. And one cried to the other. That was a cry that came back and forth. That's what you see in heaven. If, if, When you read the book of Revelation, that's what you will see. You will see one angel crying to another. And in verse 3 it says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Amen. Amen. The whole earth. And at that sound, the power, the majesty, the moving of God was so great. Look at verse 4. And the post of the door was moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Some of you might not know what this is about. This is about the Shekinah of the glory of God. And the Shekinah of the glory of God was the covering You can see the cloud. And brothers, the cloud is coming back. The cloud is coming back. And we will see the glory of God in the cloud. I'm talking about a visible cloud inside of the places that we preach. Inside of the places where we teach. Everywhere we go, we're going to have the cloud moving with us. But one thing about the Egyptians And about the Israelites, the Israelites, as they were going through, a couple things that they didn't do. In the cloud, you can't walk behind the cloud. And you can't walk ahead of the cloud. You have to walk in the cloud. And that's where God's people need to be, walking in the cloud of God. Hallelujah. Amen? Amen. Yeah, the post of the door removed by the voice of him that cried. The house was filled with the Shekinah, the glory of God. I believe in these last days that whatever predicated, whatever written down, whatever prophesied, whatever has been written, is written for our day today. Not only that, but that's just the tip of the iceberg because God has got so much planned for His church and we as as God's people, need to get in, get out, or get run over. Amen. That's right. That's right. Amen. You agree with that? Yeah. Hallelujah. Blessed. I, I was just in prayer when I was seated right there in that chair. And the Lord says, you're bringing that presence. You're bringing that presence. You're bringing that presence. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, the spirit of God's working in her strong.
0: Ari andala barihi kirian dere dere Oh, ria dere dere kirian darabari
1: andere dere yandara bari andolobo kirian da. Mm, mm. mm. Yeah. mm. My, my. Lord,
0: we welcome your glory, Lord. Mm. Fill this house with your glory, Lord. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we see that.
1: Hallelujah. Amen. That was the Spirit of God speaking to us. says the glory is in the house. And all you have to do is open up your heart and let the glory come in. Let my majesty and my glory and my presence fill you to overflowing. Ah, yes, you're here at the right time and the right place to receive the right word. They go forth from this place, anointed of the Most High God, touching lives, touching hearts, touching people who have moved their heart from God. They're coming back. They're coming back. The prodigals are coming back home. The prodigals are coming back home. And God says, today is the day of assignment to the glory. Father, we thank you for that. We give you praise. We give you honor for it. And you are moving in a mighty way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everyone, just raise your hand right now. Right now. Raise your hand. Raise your hand.
0: We had to stop the recording at that point, but you might be listening right now and you say, Pastor Joey, I wanted to pray that prayer. If I was there, I would have prayed with you. I'd like to pray right now. As a matter of fact, I'd like to give my life to Jesus Christ. I would like to have God in my life, and I'd like to know Jesus is my Savior and my Lord, and surrender my life to Him. You know, repentance means to turn away from your way of doing things and to turn to God's way. We've done things our own way, like they used to say in Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous. When I did the 12 steps, they said, your best decisions and your best ways of thinking and your best ways to handle life have gotten you to this situation. And now it's time to trust a higher power. There is no higher power than the God of all the earth. His name is Jehovah. And he sent his son Jesus to die for you. And through him, you can turn from your way of doing things to his way. And his way is the right way because... He made you, and He made you for a purpose, and He knows exactly what you need to pull out your potential to forgive you of your sins, deliver you from the things that keep you away from God in a sin and death cycle. And if you'd open up your heart to Him right now, together with me, God can begin a new work in your life. So just pray with me wherever you're at, whether you're driving your car, whether you're at home, or wherever you are, just, just pray with me repeat after me say Father I come to you now in the name of Jesus I ask you to forgive me forgive me of my sins wash me in the blood of Jesus I believe that your son died for my sins and on the third day He was raised from the dead. From this day forward, I belong to you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, I'd like you to contact me, and we can send you some more resources and materials that could help you start this new life, because this is the first day of the rest of your life. Email me at joe at nationsabroad.com Or email the church at nfcontact at gmail.com. And we'd love to speak with you and just correspond with you and put you on the right path. Maybe help you find some local churches there online or something. Or maybe we know some pastors there that could follow up with you and help teach you the Word of God. Thank you for listening. And feel free to download the other podcasts and just feed on the Word of God.